You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth and relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. 
We claim the blood of Jesus over this session for our protection. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord here, that this is holy ground. We take authority in the name of Jesus and the power of blood and word and command all evil spirits to leave this property now. We claim this room sealed in the name and authority of Jesus. We bind and forbid any evil spirits on the outside from having any knowledge or influence in this room. We thank you that the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. We thank you that you have the right to adjust, shift, move, do whatever is necessary to bring forth your glory, your power, your anointing, your blessings. And we call this manifested right now in Jesus' name because you are the source of our strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Worship to you, all <sighs> Glory to God. All right, let's do our confession. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joy, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself, that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. All right, so let's talk about stepping, steps to getting out of the box. Now, now can I give you all an, another secret? I, I, I've gotten a lot of complaints about this box thing. So can I share with you the truth? If you lack your box, stay in it. Yeah. And if you walked out of the box, you can always go back to it. So it's your box. Because, see, when I got out of my box, I destroyed the box. So I, there's nothing I want to go back to. But if you want to fuss about it, just keep your box. Step out and take a couple days and then go on back to your box. Because I already told you, we already talked about that, right? We already talked about, number one, if you stay there, you die. Something dies on the inside of you. But if you, 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 you want something to die on the inside, you, just, you and that box just have a relationship. Amen? Okay, now I'm, I'm free now. Okay? I gave you permission. I don't have to understand what I gave you. All right, so, 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 so let's talk. The three steps. So now, these three steps were just dealing with getting out of the comfort zone. And I'm not talking about the box yet. Okay, these are your comfort zones. So we found out that some of the things that's on the inside of us is this comfort zone. Amen? So we talked about embrace a growth mindset. Anybody remember what a growth mindset was? Anybody remember what a growth mindset was? You, you, you enjoy the challenges. You enjoy growing. You don't compare yourself with others. You compare yourself with yourself. 
and you enjoy the challenges of life, okay? Number two, take, take small steps. So that's what I'm, I'm going to cover some of that today. Take small steps. And number three, celebrate progress. Now, it doesn't have to be a big progress. If you lost one pound and you've been working, trying to lose something, can you celebrate one pound? Yes. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> she said, just don't eat. Okay? She, you know what she's saying, right? People like to go celebrate and, and gain the one pound plus one plus one. All right? So take small steps. Turn to your neighbor and say, take small steps. Now, 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 we know some people like to jump across and they don't want to take small steps. But, but let's talk about it. Let's find out about it. The enemies of small steps. Fear of failure. But the antidote for the fear, the fear of failure is it's an opportunity to grow. So you always got to replace a thought. Don't try to stop a thought because no matter what I say, I don't want you to think about blue. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't care what I say, I don't want you to think about blue. What do you think about? But when you replace the thought, and you could choose another color. See, whichever thought you spend the most time thinking, whatever thought you just thought, there's going to be another thought connected to that thought. So see, that's why you got to shift the thought, because if you don't, it says, I, he wants to know about blue. So let me find everything about blue. Opportunity for growth. So the antidote for fear of failure is it's an opportunity for growth. As you grow, you'll start to realize you won't even see the see. All you'll see is growth. When something comes up, you say, okay, this is a growth opportunity. But the mind has to stop to hear what the mouth has to say. So guys, stop thinking the thought. Say the thought. Because God created by what? Yeah. The Holy Spirit was hovering. Nothing was being created until God said. So stuff we create comes out of our mouth. We say because where is God in us? In, in, he's on the inside? Okay. Impatience. Say impatience. impatience. Did you know that impatience is, patience is a fruit of the spirit? So all you got to do is ask for it. Don't want to ask for patience? Okay. Because <laughs> it's a fruit of the spirit. So, so y'all ready? Father, in the name of Jesus. Your word says that if I ask, I'll receive. If I seek, I'll find. If I knock, it's open unto me. So today, we knocking to receive the fruit of the Spirit in patience. We receive right now in Jesus' name. Y'all got it? Does it feel like you got it? Does it matter? Because you got it. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I just said, ask, you receive, seek, you'll find, knock, and be open unto you. But the part I left out was, y'all ready for this? When you ask for patience, what you going to get? Ooh, you going to get, what, 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 what you going to get? You going to get opportunities. There it is. See, I, I wasn't going to even listen until I heard the right word. Okay? Opportunities. She said it right. Okay? But y'all ready for it because you just got patience. Amen? The third enemy. Comparison to others. I, I, I think the Bible says, I'm not sure, but I know what the Bible says. It says it's not wise for a person to compare themselves to others. It's not wise. So who you are, you have a background that nobody else has. You had same things that happened to you that nobody else had. So when you compare yourself to somebody else, it's not good. I mean, that's what the Bible says. It's in Romans. Y'all check it out on your own time. <laughs> can I tell you a secret? I wrote it right there. Everyone's growth looks different. 
Somebody else who started a ministry is different from mine. Somebody else who sang different than mine. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but everybody's growth is different. Everybody's business started different. Everybody's church started different. Everybody's life started different. Y'all ready for this? Everybody's marriage started different. Okay? All right. Okay. Y'all want me to leave that one alone? Okay. I, I see it, Ross. I see it. They, they tell me to move on. Y'all write this down. Here it is right here. The lie about small business, small beginnings, is they don't appear successful. So anything that you start, for some time, it might take years before it manifests itself. For some, it might take a couple days. But that's the lie that small beginnings are not successful. They, oh, okay, l- l- let me be real with you. Can I be real for a second? You know when you start some, a new beginning, you got some gainsayers who talk against you. Well, why are you doing it like this? Well, you've been doing this for three days, and you don't even have a customer. Well, I'm glad you're not my customer. <laughs> I mean, do y'all know that? How many of y'all heard some stuff when you get ready to buy a house? Okay? You can't. Why, why you, what's wrong with this house? What's wrong with this job? What's wrong with this car? Y'all, y'all ever heard anything? And so with those people, you just don't, talk, don't share your stuff with them. Amen? Amen. You mean tell me even if it's your mama? Even if it's your daddy? Even if it's your sister? Even if it's your brother? Don't share things with them. You know, you can test them. My, my boundaries is three. First time, maybe your cat was sick. Next time, maybe your dog was sick. Third time, maybe you're just hungry. But I'm not going to tell you something. Every time I tell you, share you something with you, you shoot it down. I mean, when God provides a way of escape... Take it. Don't go back to the hole that he already covered because he already provided a way of escape. The thing about escape, it won't look like it's escape. So you're trying to look for a red flag or you're trying to look for a white, uh, when you surrender his white flag, you're trying to see all that stuff, but he's telling you in your heart. Person just quit. You just got to escape. Don't go back and get him. Well, you know, I thought you made the wrong decision. But God said it was the right decision. If he provides a way of escape, take it. I'm I'm talking to somebody. Y'all know who? I'm talking to somebody out there. I'm talking to a couple people in here. Just take it. Rest with it. Celebrate it. Anybody ever celebrated being free? Who who said that back there? Amen. All right, sis. I heard you. It's a real thing, man. He provided the way of escape. Small steps lead to great results. Y'all got to write that down. Small steps lead to great results. Because, see, you're starting with something small. Well, 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 let's take a look at how God used small things. Is it okay? Now, now, I want you to think about this. Genesis 1, God created mankind with how many people? Is that small? Now, do you know how many people in the world? We won't even try to figure that out. But it was just two people. You can't get no smaller than that. Starting a nation in the world. But that, was, that started out as a small thing. David killed Goliath. One, how many stones? He didn't have a bazooka. He didn't have an MK-47. He had a stone. And, and Goliath was freaking out because he's like, wait a minute. Who is this little dude? Who is this little dude? 
But not only did David kill Goliath with a small stone, David himself was small. So what if God is using you to do something that you think you can't do? Sometimes you got to spend time with him and he's telling you how it's going to be done. Because see, that's what faith is. Faith don't let you see everything. It lets you see the beginning, the seed, no matter how small it is. You know, like a mustard seed, it's the smallest. But when it's planted and it grows, it gets, it gets so big that eagles and different flying animals live in it. But it started out as the smallest. He said, well, if you can't deal with a seed that small, how are you supposed to deal with something bigger? I'm just talking to folk about that box, man. I'm telling you, you get out of the box, you get wild. <laughs> Do you know what wild feels like? You don't think about every reason why it won't work. All you think about is how it will work. Because, see, when you get out of the box, you, you're walking away from all the restraints that you had all your life. And then all of a sudden, you see things a little different. You feel things boiling up on the inside. And, and you just start to think different. When you get out of the box, you stop coming up with limitations, but you come up with reasons why it'll work. But you got to say something. Let's see, what else was small? Oh, ooh. Y'all got to look this up over here on Proverbs 30, uh, 24, because I know I got people that want to know it, know it all. But I just want to stick to the subject, okay? Four things are small on the earth. This is in the, in the scripture, but they are exceedingly wise. And the one I put down was the, the ant, and that's in the Bible. But it's three more that you got to take a look at and see. See, well, they small, but see, ants don't have to have a leader. They just do the right thing. So in summertime, that's when they get all their food because they know wintertime coming. But nobody gave them the order. God placed on the inside wisdom to allow them to take care of themselves. Now, how much wisdom he placed inside of us to take care of ourselves? When something is not right, you need to ask. Holy Spirit, what do I need to know about this? And guess who he'll tell? He'll tell you because who asked? Okay. The 4,000 men, that's not women, that's men, just men and children, fed by seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. That's in Matthew 15.32. Is that small enough? How do you feed 4,000 men? It didn't say the women and children, but they were with, with them, okay? With seven loaves of bread. See, <laughs> When we have cook-offs here, <laughs> there's nothing left. The brothers and the sisters take them all. They, they try to say their children, my, my, my child needed one to take with them. Yeah. <laughs> Your child is a baby. They can't eat the hamburger or the french fries. But nevertheless, we go ahead and give it to them. But, but is that enough small beginnings? But they didn't end small. They started small, but they didn't end small. Matthew chapter 31, I mean, Matthew chapter 13, verse 31 to 32, New Living Translation. That, that's that mustard seed thing I was telling you guys about. Somebody, somebody read that for me. Ross, you got it, Mike. Go ahead and read. Matthew 13, 31 to 32, New Living Translation. Parable of the mustard seed. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. 
the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows into a tree, and birds come and make nests in its branches. The smallest of all what? Seeds. God has placed a seed on the inside of us that is considered small. But we have to plant the seed. He gave it to us. He placed it on the inside of us. Now we got to plant the seed. Y'all write this down. With our words, with our actions, and with our beliefs. He placed the seed, but we got to plant it with our words, with our actions, and with our beliefs. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 in the message. Now the temple was destroyed. The temple was destroyed. And God is placing on the inside of Zerubbabel. I had my uh, speech coach work with me this morning. <laughs> See, is it okay to ask for help? It's freeing, man. I knew I was ready. I knew Nicole was going to be on the front line. She was going to morph it as I said it. See, I work with stuff. You know, everybody, I, oh, I wasn't supposed to tell y'all that. Everybody thought I knew it. After that, so the temple was destroyed, and God is calling, placing this seed in Zerubbabel and telling them, look, this is what I want you to do. I want you to start building a new temple. And, and let's see what happened. After that, the word of God came to me, Zerubbabel, starting, started build, rebuilding his temple, and he will complete it. That will be your confirmation that God of all the angel armies sent me. See, when, when the manifestation manifests, that's when people saw the seed that was planted. See, they doubt us. They question us. You, I don't care how many times the Bible says. Can I say what the Bible says? Said a righteous man can fall how many times? Seven times. But he got to get back up. So you got seven times to mess up. You don't have to use all seven. <laughs> get it right the first time <laughs> but let me keep on going let me keep on going does anyone dare despise the day of small beginnings there it is again this God talking they change their tune when they see Zerubbabel setting the last stone in place so everybody laughed the whole time but until you know when you set the last stone in place that means it's complete so do you think the gainsayers, they were watching to see what was going to happen? And, and, and they showed up, but see, they ain't come close. Because see, they, they don't want to, to give you the praise for what just took place. You understand what I'm saying? People rejoice when you're failing, but when you win, the numbers are a lot less. Am I lying on anybody? But see, that's the whole thing. He's telling us, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Every time I come in church, I say he delivers by many or he delivers by few. Don't have to count the numbers because his presence is manifested. I look at what his promise said. So you got to say to yourself, man, you got to say stuff. I don't care how many times you got to say it. As long as he puts you in a good place, as long as it keeps you in his presence, just keep talking. Amen? Amen. What's the alternative to that? You can feel sad. You can feel disappointed. Or you can say, God failed me. How can a God who's only good fail? This is my opinion, but it's in the word. All right, so we want to talk about, so take small steps. What can I do right now? When? when? Right now. And we're going to do it right now. 
You got some stuff on the inside of you that he's already placed that you are supposed to step towards. You're supposed to activate. You're supposed to be in. So just ask him, repeat after me, Holy Spirit, what can I do right now towards the goal that you gave me about stepping out of the box? And y'all just listen. He either, either he's going to say something, show you, or give you a knowing. You know your name. Okay, slip up your hand once. once I, I want him to ask you what he said. One, I see, I see, I see you, 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 I see you. Okay, I want him to ask you unless you want to tell me. You want to tell me? Okay, all right. So look, I'm, I'm just two steps. What can I do right now? And no matter what you're faced with, when you are processing a new victory, I want you to ask. What can I do right now? And then I stole it from Nike. Can I say I stole it from Nike? Just do it. it. Now, he tells you what needs to happen right now. Don't you be talking, well, Lord, I can't see how I can do that. I I mean, but this, but that. Don't tell them about the buts. Tell them about the and. And you said to do it now. So you just write, just do it. Whatever he told you, just write it down. Don't look to see where your neighbor writing it. That has nothing to do with you. Because he told you what to do. Amen. Amen? Amen. All right. So let's celebrate progress. This is right here I had the biggest challenge with because people always want to celebrate big. They want to break the budget. <laughs> they want to use the credit card. <laughs> they want to invite 1,200 people over. <laughs> you just lost one pound. <laughs> Ah, turn to your neighbor and say, celebrate. celebrate. Progress. Progress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what the Bible says. In Philippians 1, 6, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. So how much time he got to do it? Tell it come back. So you don't stop until he comes back. It won't take that long, but he's telling you that he's going, he began the good work in you. There's something you have on the inside of you that he placed there. Because, see, we, we wouldn't have thought of that. He placed it on the inside of us. And whenever God sees us going below what he's planted on the inside of us, he'll plant something. He'll, he'll, he'll bring it up. you would be minding your own business. See, can, can, can it be real with you for a second? You can be in sin and he'll place it. Because the thing he placed is trying to get you out of sin. You follow me? Y'all understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you don't have to be in church to get good news from God. He'll talk to you anywhere. He'll tell you, leave. You need to get up. You need to go now. So, let, let me tell you the difference between the two mindsets. When you're motivated, that's external mindset. How many people, now you don't have to raise your hand unless you feel real bold. <laughs> How many people saw commercials for, you know, January 1st is coming, it's time to get to the gym, all the gyms are having sales, and, you know, you get to a week for free and all that. So, see, that's external motivated. When the sales go on, right around January, the end of December, they start showing different things. So you are external motivated. It's like, well, I'll try that. How many of y'all saw that, those commercials? 
Okay, okay, all right, four people saying they saw it. Okay, all right, all right. So when, when you motivate it, it's a willingness and a reason for doing. But see, the thing about a willingness and a reason, what happens? After you go to the gym, you come out, you sweating, you wet. I mean, is your hair messed up? You know, that might be your reason for quitting. You started out with motivation. <laughs> I'm not pointing at anybody, okay? My, my hands just happened to be like that when I said that, okay? But now let's look at another form, encouragement. That's internal. You feel called. The, 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 the people leading praise and worship, they were called to, to, to worship him. So that's a calling. So y'all understand, when you call, you just need to answer. Don't, don't tell God about all the excuses why he made the mistake by calling you. You thank him for calling you. See, that, that's different than, than motivation because we know when, if we got to be motivated, we'll talk ourselves out of that. But when it's a calling, like me, I ran for 25 years from the Lord. I know you heard it before. You're going to hear it again. <laughs> if it's good in this part, part right here. <laughs> When I answered the call, things changed. Right, right, right. You wake up thinking about the word. You go to bed thinking about the word. Right. You're finding out about the word. You're talking to God all day long, every day. Every minute you have, you're talking to him because you feel called. See, you want to answer the call with his anointing, not yours. Because, see, he can't, he, he can't fail. Right. I'm my own. Oh, every time I'm over there praising, worshiping, going on, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do with this service? It's yours. Now, let's see what happened. See, the thing about encouragement is it's persuaded to do or continue. See, I, I can't have that motivation. That motivation up there, it says a willingness and a reason for doing. But when you are encouraged, now you encourage yourself. Say encourage yourself. Encourage now, now, what are you going to say to yourself is you need to be encouraged. I, I need two people on this side and two people on this side. This is a ministry where you're free to talk and free to answer questions. Yes, you can do all things through Christ. You can do come all on. things through Christ. You got a mic coming your way. Anybody over this side? Okay, you got to get a mic on you. Okay. I'm going to do a non-spiritual answer. Okay. So I just recently had a part-time job, okay. right? Mm -hmm. So I'm on my feet for five hours after I've already worked my real job. Okay. And I keep looking at the clock. I'm like, bro, I just want to walk out the door. I just okay. want to leave. <laughs> like, I'm not like, oh, my goodness. My feet are burning. My back is hurting. I'm just like, okay, you got to make it one more hour. Then when it gets to that hour, I'm like, okay, you got to make it one more hour. Okay. So you can do anything for a temporary amount of time. Ooh, okay, so you can get okay. It done. Okay, you can do anything for a temporary amount of time. What was your answer, ma'am? I'm the head and not the tail. Okay, I'm the head and not the tail. Okay. You, you got to do it in the mic, sister. Okay. <laughs> and I'm above and not beneath. Okay, all right. So I just want to make sure you get an understanding. You can start out with motivation, but you got to make sure you encourage yourself. You encourage yourself when things are going well, and you encourage yourself when things are challenged as a new opportunity. You got to say something. And, and I'm just talking about celebrating small wins. Don't wait until everything is big. The first, first celebration you got to do is you got to thank God. That's the first thing to come out of your mouth. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for how you worked it out. I thank you that I didn't have to toil and, and work and worry. I thank you that you are God that only has one gear, and that's victory. 
I thank you that you answer prayers when I call on your name, that you have already figured it out before I got to it. I thank you that you see the end from the beginning and you placed me where you wanted me to start so that I could be in the best possible place to believe, trust, and walk in your anointing. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.